0: So today we're going to continue walking through the book of Mark and we're going to come back today to Mark chapter number 2 and we're going to look at verse number 18 through verse number 22. Now, I just want to real quickly kind of just remind you of what we talked about in our last podcast. As Jesus had called Levi or Matthew the tax collector, and he has gone to the home of this individual, and in going to his home, there is a lot of criticism uh, being pushed Jesus way. You know what? Who is this man? What right does he have? Does he know that he's eating with tax collectors? and sinners. And you will remember that Jesus, when he heard these things, he said, those who are well do not need a doctor, but the sick do need one. I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. And so Jesus is is there just kind of giving us the scope and the intent of his ministry, who he is and what he has come to do. I have come to I, I have come to sinners, I, I have come to save the lost I have come to save those that are far away from God now the, the following the following account comes on the heels of that statement of Jesus and, and, and so what you have to understand is and remember is that Jesus is a Jewish man he's a Jewish rabbi. he, he was very much... Um, accustomed to the Mosaic law. He, he grew up in, in that in that culture. Uh, I mean, Jesus, you know, he wore the robe, he wore the tassels, uh, probably had a phylactery. I mean, all these different things were just a part of Jesus' life. We know this because we see Jesus in the in the bible in the gospels uh very much in a jewish mindset and 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 also uh assimilating and, and and living out the culture of the jews okay so you keep that in mind because because you know Jesus here he's eating with sinners eating with tax collectors and yet the jewish law says you know those are the unclean those are the ones you stay away from because they they, they render you unclean and you can't go to the temple. And, you know, there's just, there's, there's just a, a difference in the way that Jesus is walking and the things that he's doing and the things that, you know, the, the oral traditions of the Jews, um, said. So there's, there's a, a lot of conflict taking place here. And the Bible says, now John's disciples, that's the disciples of John the Baptist and the Pharisees were fasting. So, Uh, before, you remember John had told the Pharisees to repent. He called them a brood of vipers. But, But now John the Baptist and the Pharisees, they agree on something. The disciples of John and the Pharisees, they agree on the issue of fasting. People came and asked Jesus, why do John's disciples and the Pharisees' disciples fast, but your disciples do not fast? So, so, so they're fasting, but the disciples of Jesus are eating and merry and joyful and happy and excited. And then Jesus answers, and he said to them, The wedding guest cannot fast while the groom is with them, can they? And and you understand that illustration that gives. I mean, if the wedding feast is going on and the groom is there, you're, you're not going to fast on that day. No, what? You're going to enjoy The reception. And Jesus, the one they had hoped for, Jesus, the one they had longed for, Jesus, the one they had prayed for, the Son of God, the Messiah, the Son of Man is standing in front of them. So why would they fast now? No, this is a time of celebration. And Jesus says as long as they have the groom with them, they cannot fast. But the time will come when the groom is taken away from them. And then they will fast in that day. So Jesus, even there, speaking prophetically uh, of a time that the groom is no longer going to be in their presence, a day when the groom is going to be taken away, a a day of, of death, a day of darkness, a day of sorrow in the life of the disciples. And he says, on that day, they will fast. And then Jesus says, no one sews a patch on unshrunk cloth or an old garment. Otherwise, the new patch pulls away from the old cloth and a worse tear is made. And no one puts new wine into old wine skins. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins and the wine is lost as well as the skins. But new wine is for fresh wineskins. Now, friends, that's a very difficult verse to translate. And so I have done some uh, some digging here, and I think I have uh, what I consider probably uh, the best explanation of these verses that I just read concerning the wineskins and the cloth and those things. So I want to just read this to you. This comes from commentator and Bible preacher uh, John Phillips. And John Phillips speaks on this issue, and he says, He says, as Solomon had said, there is a time and a place for everything. Fasting during a wedding feast would be most inappropriate. The bridegroom had come. It was a time for laughter, not lamentation, a time for feast, not a time to fast. After all, the ultimate goal of all such self-denial had been reached. The Lord of glory had come. It was a time to rejoice and be glad. A new day had dawned. A new age had been born. Holiness now no longer went hand in hand with heaviness. It went arm in arm with happiness. The new piece of cloth was what we now call Christianity. The old garment patch had worn out. That was Judaism, with its feast and its fast and rules and regulations and sacrifices and ceremonies. What the disciples of John and the Pharisees themselves had to realize was that the advent of Christ had changed everything. He had come to bring in something new and different. He had not come to patch up Judaism, which had already served its purpose and outlived its usefulness. Trying to sew Christianity onto Judaism would not work. Judaism was obsolete and was to be replaced altogether. The wine is the Holy Spirit. The wineskins represent the believer. Christ came to make us new, fit vessels for the indwelling Holy Spirit. Thus, all begins now with a new birth, with the new man. To use one of Paul's favorite expressions, we have new life in Christ. The Holy Spirit could not and cannot be poured into an old life. He would tear it to pieces. The Lord did not come to improve our old nature. He came to provide us with a new nature, capable of handling the baptism, indwelling, filling, and anointing of the mighty Spirit of God. So we think about this today and we see that Jesus came to bring something new. And so this is why there was such a friction between Jesus and the religious leaders. He came and was and was and was living and doing things they had never seen or experienced before, the Lord Jesus Christ had come to institute something new. What a joy, friends. And remember today that the Lord Jesus wants to make you new and fill you with the Holy Spirit. God bless and have a good afternoon.